Welcome to My Hero Notebook, the My Hero Academia discussion podcast where we, like young Midoriya, take notes. Holy crap, you sound so good. It's <laughs> we, like we can hear exactly what Yeah, I'm so oh. we... Oh. <laughs> uh, oh my God. We, our sound guy is not joining us today. I know it's a surprise because we had a sound guy and this episode actually sounds better, but we figured out we, the problem is... We hope. Uh, previously, so we have this like mic set up, like these microphones. We got the this little... This is behind the yeah, music. We got these little, um, like the foam microphone pop covers. Uh, we've got a soundboard, like a mixer. We've got all this stuff. And the entire time, uh, we forgot to switch the audio input hey. to the microphones. And we've been recording on Connor's laptop microphone. Well, sometimes, For we're, sometimes, yeah, sometimes, sometimes we were... Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes we were accidentally recording it correctly. Yeah, so, like, please understand that we were just as frustrated as you listeners, if not more, that some episodes sounded really good and some of them sounded so bad. And we were, like, moving all the knobs on our soundboard, not understanding what they do because we're not audio people. Yeah, but and if, finally, if, we realized today. If, you know, if we're moving all the knobs in the soundboard and the mics plugged into it aren't recording. Right. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter how many knobs yeah. we turn. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> well, if this episode doesn't sound like our best one yet, oh, then, then we're aren't we? Yeah, honestly, we're just 100% this screwed. is not going to age well. We're going to look well, so foolish. Well, you know what? It would, it would actually it would kind of be hilarious. It if, would, it if, would be hilarious. If this sounded like we were at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> yes. Please. Our, our four listeners, we've gone up, we've grown so much. Our four <laughs> listeners would all say, you know, I don't think it's worth saving our friendship because we know Maddie and Connor in IRL. Yeah. Speaking of, I don't think I said, hello, I'm Connor. <laughs> Oh, yeah. He just went straight into the microphone stuff. Yeah. This is Connor. I so As excited. I mentioned, he's joining me here in our kitchen. And we are recording. <laughs> we are so excited to have everybody back. Everybody being Connor and myself and you beautiful listeners mm. whom we love uh, for season two. Ooh, episode one of season, season two. Season two, episode one. That's the idea, Ochako. Or uh, uh, Connor added subtitle recap the episode yeah so this episode did have a lot of rehashing from yeah. last season which you know if you were watching the anime in real time and had to wait like months for the next season to come out maybe you would need a little bit say. of refresher i i disagree on such a phenomenal core level <laughs> like i like i know this has happened to me where i've been like i've been waiting for sometimes years for a new season of an anime to come out and the, the first new episode is like a recap episode yeah and you feel like i waited months for this to like, see stuff that i already know i now have to wait an entire another week to get any new real stuff like yeah this, i mean there was some real stuff i feel like this was a pretty good so balance minor. it's like it's it's setting up for the next episode but like so much it's like oh we're doing another recap or we're doing another recap oh we're finally at the recaps now a new character has to start recapping now yeah like it definitely like this i know we're like talking about the episode as a whole right now fun episode i still enjoyed the episode there's a lot of fun and cool stuff in this episode i just uh, especially like nowadays i think it's it's much less excusable in my mind right because like, you have pretty much instant access to every episode right. of any media Everything because streaming. of the internet if i want to if i want a refresher of like the last couple of episodes of, of the previous season i just go watch them they're right the, yeah. yeah it's not like you're a kid and the only option is to watch it live on tv when it airs yeah. or like if you have a vcr and your parents don't mind you taping over uh your own birth video then you can record it to watch later or, or even you know before the advent of streaming but like you know with dvds and blu-ray that stuff is kind of expensive especially for tv shows and especially especially for anime like anime is yeah because no, it wasn't mainstream expensive. so it was hard yeah. to come across so even in japan it's actually uh like it's a it's very much if you know um maddie i know you know this concept of like oh it's a whale-based industry like blu-ray box sets are like over a hundred dollars for a season like it's it's bonkers like much more expensive than they yes. need to be yeah. because they know that people the people that are interested in it will pay that much and the people that are only casually interested We're never weren't gonna, gonna get it, it. Yeah. buy it anyway yeah, so, yeah that so, makes sense um but yeah so well, all I want to explain to listeners such as your mom the whale concept. Ooh, cool. Yeah, let's talk about whales. Uh, so whales are like big spenders. Yeah. So uh, it comes from things like um, free to start. Well, it's not only... I've heard it mostly in the context of like free to start games. So for instance, I play a game um, on my cell phone that is free to download and free to play. And there is a premium currency and you can earn some of the premium currency through the normal gameplay or you can spend real money to purchase lots of the premium currency. Yeah. And some of the like cooler 
items or stronger items or whatever are locked behind the premium currency. So you can either be super patient and collect small amounts of the premium currency through normal gameplay, or you can empty your pockets and be able to afford all the coolest and strongest stuff right away. And, and we're talking like whales are not spending like a hundred bucks a month. They're spending upwards of a thousand if not more yes every single new item that is in the game the whale will spend as much money as possible to get that item so that they always have the cutting edge newest best items and and that sounds insane right but if you have a user base of even just like you know ten thousand people you only need one or two whales to sustain your game right and uh so the, i don't know like where the whale yeah, nomenclature comes from but it describes this person that has essentially limitless income that they are wanting to funnel into your game for whatever reason maybe it's because your game has an ip that they're really interested in and they want to support it or maybe they have no self-control or maybe they're like a trust fund baby that doesn't have a concept of what value money has yeah and 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 the concept of of a whale um you know it definitely predates things like uh you know freemium games or, or oh or i'm sure any it games does things like that, you know th- this concept no exists exists prominently in trading card games like magic the gathering where mm-hmm. like you get you know nowadays there's like tournaments a little bit more mainstream that can make make you money off of, off of it and there's a resale market but like there are people who are spending tons and tons of money on just getting every single match the gathering card yeah or you know e- even beyond that and in, in, in the flip side um sort of like feast or famine industries have the concept of whales like my industry uh of um book publishing if you know you you, you depend on like you put out a hundred books a year and you just need one to be a bestseller to mm-hmm. support everything so it's like the customer's not the whale the the product is the whale in, in a certain sense but okay yeah. but it's 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 a uh, it definitely applies to anime uh, at least in japan um uh, maybe less so in the modern era because of streaming it's sort of getting um normalized um but yeah it's it's, a, it's an interesting thing and i do also know uh the word for someone who only spends maybe a hundred dollars a month is called a dolphin yeah i don't know how much of that is like a more modern addition uh, yeah just to keep with like the fishing theme yeah um but yes so, so n- the nice episode <laughs> well it's a recap episode yeah that means you're we have right. to have these divergences yeah, fill the yeah. minutes yeah uh so yeah it starts with a cold open where midoriya it, it seems to be kind of like a flash forward because midoriya always likes to spoil us Gosh, he really um does. he's wearing a, a slightly different outfit than he normally wears as in it's not his hero costume but it's also not his school gym uniform right. and it, it looks a lot like his hero costume yeah i think he's got the hood but it's like pulled down yeah, around it, his neck or something you know it's a it's a quick flash we didn't release you know free yeah frame and he's it got still has the green motif and, right you know and he's got the the pink energy that courses through his body which we've seen i think once or twice when he yeah, uses well, his when, punch. yeah whenever he uses his punch it goes through the arms and stuff um you know it, it's just like how it gets used so cool um and then there's a bunch of like shadowy figures that he's fighting yeah uh, presumably presumably villains yeah uh, you know <laughs> I'm not going to keep on ragging on future Midoriya too much. Like at this point, it's, it's just such like a core motif that like, I just can't be bothered by it anymore. So like, Hey, cool. I'll just say like this, it's just so much more prevalent. It seems in, in the anime than we know. I've also read the manga. Right. I haven't read the manga, so I don't have anything to compare it to. So like it, yeah, Um, it still happens certainly, but you know, they, they, they take it up. Um, Gosh, that scared me. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, that, I mean that's what I got for the cold open. But we haven't we have a new opening. Yeah, so we're gonna talk about the new opening, it's, season two. It's windy. Uh, it's windy. Midoriya's hair is so cute. Everyone it's so soft is practicing good pre-workout routine. Yes, it's very important. It's healthy. It's a fantastic example. You should stretch before and after you work out. Yes. And uh, uh, I, um, I, you know, I think I have to give it a ten out of ten just because of that. Because <laughs> we we are we are modeling good uh, behavior uh, for for kids watching. Mm-hmm. And uh, what is anime if not meant to model good behavior <laughs> for <You're> children? Right. <laughs> uh, I I like the song much better in oh this opening than the first one. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, the the to be sure uh the song from the first one uh grew on me uh even even, yeah. even the second watch i was like 
Uh, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here with it. Um, but this one from the get go, I had more fun with it. It just, it seems a little bit more. Um, I don't know. It seems like on theme more than the first one did for whatever reason. Yeah, it makes me feel more um, school like, if that makes Maybe sense. Kinda. It kind of it's it feels more like a school anime than um, the previous season where it kind of felt more like a hero. Although these visuals are n- like not school related at all. Well, though they're wearing their school uh, like gym clothes, right? Gym though. clothes, but like no, I don't think any of them are in school. Some of the like. No, I mean, I think on the, top of a skyscraper. The, but the, the schools in the background of some of the shots. Maybe. Like Bakugo's in like a ruin. Yeah, I noticed that Bakugo was not wearing his gym yeah. outfit because he likes to be a little... He's cool s- or whatever. I don't think um, Kaminari was... E- not Kaminari. Um, uh, Kirishima was either. I think he had like a an A shirt on or something. I don't remember. I <laughs> We just watched it 20 minutes ago. I don't remember. <laughs> um, but he was, I think he might have been, it kind of looked like he might have been in his own room. Maybe. I don't know. Could be. I don't know. Okay. Uh, speaking of the gym uniform, though, there were a couple of new kids yes, that we haven't we seen before qu- wearing the gym uniform. So I wonder few. if well, those are kids from class 1B, maybe. One stuck out to me. Uh, the purple haired guy who got an entire couple of seconds frame with no oh, one yeah. else in frame you with him. You know he's going to be important. Yeah. Like that That was the real like standout of like, oh, okay. So that's a guy. Yeah. Um, a new rival for Midoriya? Another one? Can we fit another one in? Got to get that purple hair, baby. Um, yeah. Is there anybody in their class? No, there's nobody in their class that has... So, uh, Jiro has G- purple Jiro, hair, but it's but, dark purple. Yeah. I, I think... Um, I forget if we've already talked about this, but like, uh, I think Jiro's hair is meant to convey a different shade of black. Yeah, um, like dark, yeah, dark, we did talk yeah. about it with Midoriya's yeah. hair being possibly black, also. Yeah. Whereas I think this dude's hair is just purple. <laughs> and 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 in fact, given g- given what we've we've since gone into in this world and the you know weird um, like body changes that quirks apparently give you, maybe maybe Midoriya's <laughs> hair really is just green. I mean, Mina's pink. Like, what am I gonna right, say? Yeah, here? yeah, All right, you know, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think you brought up that exact same point when we talked about uh, Midoriya's hair Hey, listen, I'm, I'm consistent. Whatever. Uh, oh, and then Midoriya and Todoroki are fighting in the opening. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I, yeah, I'm it's hard gonna... to tell because like a lot of the stuff that happened in the opening last season didn't happen in the actual anime. So it's hard to tell like, All, were although, they just fighting aesthetically or... I mean, like, yes, while they didn't exactly happen, a lot of the things in that opening did totally exactly happen. It, at, at least yeah in maybe spirit. not with the same choreography but yeah, you're right but like you know the, the fight between all might and the brain raven happens in the in the opening <sighs> if only i could forget hey no brain raven in this we don't know oh uh, he, in the not opening, in the opening I mean. not in the opening you're right you're right <laughs> <laughs> he's in jail now obeying officer orders hopefully <laughs> uh, yeah I, I like it um the uh the one thing uh i'll I'll jump this because like it happens in one of the very first uh couple of scenes this opening does spoil i guess that uh i was totally okay like he's in the opening thank goodness for that yeah but i mean we're we're gonna find that out yeah but uh they kind of left us hanging at the end of last season about his well no they, they were like he's they said he was going to recover they well, didn't say exactly they, how no they said he didn't have any major brain damage right but he's not gonna <laughs> die is what they, they basically said. yeah but they, we didn't know anything about like if he was his gonna get his vision floor. back yeah so uh, apparently yeah. i mean i guess we don't know because he doesn't like do any he doesn't like make a reference to something that he sees w- w- which would confirm that his eyes are still working but he does open them so that's promising yeah. but we don't know maybe we don't know if he can use his quirk because remember all might got an injury that was bad and affected his his quirk quirk, so there's still that'll be be a line we'll try to follow through the season i assume yeah you know yeah uh Uh, yeah that's getting ahead of ourselves unironically what would you rate the opening (sighs) it's hard for me to say unironically because honestly uh i like the song a lot better i like the visuals a lot uh but i was not in it very much and i like <laughs> like listeners you will come to understand I, you already know because you know me in real life most if not all of you uh i i love aizawa uh so since he's not in the opening that much it <laughs> it loses some points for me but i would Jeez. say it's like a nine out of ten it nine was really 10. good yeah i would, I would give it an 8.5 just, just just if only because while i like the song more 
like top tier openings for me are ones that like like force me to sing along well i'll say this i give it a nine out of ten in the context of between this one and the last one not in the context necessarily of every anime opening oh, I'm i've seen it yeah that's yeah so i just wanted seen. to clarify yeah. um because first of all i haven't seen as much anime as you second of all i can't even as we just discussed i can't even remember the opening that we just watched 20 yeah. minutes no, ago no, no, like no, i listen. can't remember any other everyone openings. has their own rating systems and yeah. that's that's fine yeah you should be happy not that i want to diverge onto this tangent but uh uh, that's why the pain rating system in hospitals is depicted by With like faces. frowny faces yeah. uh, because while your own pain is relative to you it's easier for a doctor like it's relative to you which is what's important it doesn't yeah. matter relative to anybody else because you're the only one feeling this pain yeah although of course i think that even even that system you know people have certain pain tolerances of and, course and like you know they, they go beyond make sure that someone who might have like you know uh a big old tumor that's grown and sh- would cause most people a lot of pain. There's like, no, nah, I have a high pain tolerance. So. Yeah. Or like children who the pain's really only like a five, but they've never had anything worse. So to them, it's a 10. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, so I, I like the opening. Solid opening. Yeah. We both liked it. Mm. All right. So first scene, All Might wrote a letter to someone who is living in an abandoned building. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I should say even before that, uh, I, I do like that they they immediately establish it's the next day. Oh yeah, it's like it, like there's a news thing where it's like yesterday's attack on the USJ or whatever. It's like oh okay, I know it's it's exactly 24 hours after the end of last season. I think that's a great way to just immediately establish what has happened and what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Um. So 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 that is that is cool. What do you think about the use of the news broadcast as a recap device? That that one that one's more fine. It feels natural within the world. Um, that's one of the few parts of the recap that I that I, I like in here because it's both a recap and it gave a little bit of extra info. I noticed during it that they say All Might is a popular hero and they do not refer to him as the number one hero. Yeah, but I don't. Know, I, we, you we, think I should not read too much into yeah, that? Yeah, it, it it could be just a you know the translation or 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 even even that. Like I don't think they're they're downplaying it. I, I think it's more interesting. They're saying like um, the the fact that there's already public knowledge within twenty four hours. Like oh, they've been there's this thing called the League of Villains that have been planning to kill All Might, someone who everyone knows. Yeah. Since like what they say July or something. Oh, I didn't um, even register that part. They have like a distinct timeline. Like it really makes me think these are pretty capable police like yeah and this and maybe it's specific to this or something because it was like a you know it was a huge attack so everyone would know but like they're not covering it up they're like giving right that all was my other info. thought uh the jur- the it's in the media already so it's not like the police took any time to be like okay we're gonna keep this on the download until we have more information they right. instantly were just like oh yeah here's all the stuff and you know with the way police versus reporters are portrayed at least so far in this show um maybe the police didn't necessarily want this information out already. Well, we, we, we do get that, you know, our, our really one touchstone uh, police officer, he doesn't seem bothered by it. He's briefing the teachers later on in this episode. Like, yeah. I, I think that, you know, it's just these police are just like, hey, we're doing it. And yeah. everyone's going to know about it. Like there was a huge explosion. There were children in danger. We're not good. Like, I don't think it even crosses the mind of these police, at least as far as we're, you know, we've been introduced to them yeah, to try, I guess even try to cover it up. I'm just cognizant of um, real world events where that happens. Like the police try to keep certain information from the media, either to avoid panic right, or, to, or people, to keep, you know, like making to, wild speculation, or right? Something, speculation or, or even to keep from spoiling evidence somehow. Like you don't right. want the paparazzi coming in photographing stuff when you're trying to keep a crime scene clean sure but either way i i, I this is the one little bit of like flashback because it's establishing exactly where we are now that we're at episode one of a new season it gives us a little bit of interesting maybe extra info um and it's, it's nice i do like that um but what we we cut uh pretty quickly to um what a letter yeah all night wrote a letter to someone living in an abandoned building okay yeah, I was actually confused by this. I, I, I know you you were saying that it uh, looks like it's an abandoned building. I thought just because um, when it's being described, uh, it's when the reporter's talking about uh, the League of Villains, no one knows where they came from or where they are. And it was zooming in on this place. And I thought, oh, are we seeing like a... <gasps> yeah, I thought that yeah. too, that it was going to be like, that's secretly the bar that the villains are hanging yeah, out in. But then, then it, it goes out, inside yeah. and it's the this guy the recipient of all Might's letter yeah so i I, i'm i'm hoping that was just because sentence structure 
works a little bit differently in Japanese. Could be. Um, and so hopefully like the end of that sentence would actually not talking about that because like that is all might secretly a villain speculate here but like just because that that framing when like when you when you are when you have your you know voiceover and you're zooming in on a place you expect expect the voiceover to be related yeah Yeah. so uh, that was a little bit disorienting yeah Um, but yeah it looks like it if not an abandoned i think it's run down yeah Um, i just thought it looked abandoned because of the like the way the signs hanging off and i think there were like those construction horses outside but um it wasn't necessarily like there wasn't caution tape or like uh um oh what's that called not um abandoned not eviction condemned uh yeah it didn't have like a condemned Condemned sign sign on it come on uh but we the got, guy listen, so he's got taiaki there's something that i'm very excited he's got a to plate get, of taiaki so let's just get let's go say what you gotta say i'm saying taiaki come on yeah, no that's, that's not the what fish, i'm talking about so the this fish, fish pastry that he eats full of is red called bean the taiaki paste. Yeah. they're delicious uh, what's that called anju uh, anko uh, i don't remember i don't remember what don't red know. bean paste is called um but i've always wanted to try that so uh there's a place in uh a town near where we live not to reveal too much who uh call that serves it It, ice cream it's like a fish pastry shaped like the one in the episode but like its mouth is open and it's filled with soft serve ice cream and it's amazing i will take your word for it until i can try one i also get it confused a lot with takoyaki which is also delicious octopus balls balls, and i know that you have had that I have had them, but taco is the word for octopus, mm-hmm. which I learned. Um, I, I knew it before this, but it reminded me of something in this episode, anime, um, something to do with Shoji because of his tentacle power. Yeah. Taco-san. Yeah, I can't. I, I can no longer make the mental connection that I had previously about it. So I'm we'll sure just move it was, I'm right sure it was along. Beautiful and bright. So whoever he, whoever All Might is writing this letter to, knows the true nature of One for All. Yeah. Uh, and All Might is referring to him so respectfully so i wonder if this is all night's old teacher that's exactly potentially I l- the previous i literally put down old teacher yeah potentially the previous holder of uh one for all we mm, can speculate on that that's interesting because wouldn't i mean he's teaching midoriya right so wouldn't his previous teacher you would just assume would be the old holder of one for all i get i guess so i, I just th- there just seems like i i i, fe- I feel like i don't know if 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 the holder from before All Might was still around, it should have come up way before now. Should it? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the, if this is indeed his teacher, that's been kept in the shadows. Like that. That's more believable. I, I I don't know. I I just it feels like it would be such such a if like I mean I guess they could pull it off. Of like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you that the holder performing. Yeah, they're still around. Yeah, it was Principal Nezu or something. Yeah. You know. Um. But yeah, I I don't know. I I I. Well, I think it could be. I don't want to. I don't want to write off th- sure, that idea sure. that it could be the previous older. Um, but it's a tiny old man. Yep. Um, so because we know that he's the teacher, we know that he must be older than All Might. So we have a little bit more uh context around age unknown All Might. Connor, we late are going to be the ones to solve the mystery. We are going to be the ones late thirties, early forties to figure out it. how old All Might is. I think I'm. I think I'm good with my down to the minute. Oh. I'm going to find a video of All Might's birth. I say good luck. <laughs> I won't help. Uh, all my names, Toshinori Yagi. <laughs> all right, here's what I want to talk about. All right. Okay, I didn't realize it was going to be this Names involved. have meaning. Names have meaning. Yeah, go ahead. I know nori means seaweed. No. So yes, it does. Th- no. <laughs> when, when I say no, here's what I mean. So uh, for anyone not familiar, uh, Japan uh, and Japanese, similarly Chinese, uh, which they... Um, borrow a lot of their alphabet from mm-hmm. um have what is called kanji um it's not called that in chinese um <laughs> and the kanji have you know they're, they're the symbols that you see mm-hmm. you know a lot of lines and stuff and they have multiple readings ways to say them um right diff- because it's a syllable vocabulary right it's not a yes, letter vocabulary yeah. I, there's a special word for that system of writing like syllabulary or something i sure. don't remember um and and 
the readings can be wildly different sounding. Yeah, and we already have an example of that with um, Midoriya. His first name is Izuku, but the last character of his name can be read as Deku because... Uh, the, the last couple of kids. Yeah, yeah. Just the um, way, you, way you do it. The other kid, Bakugo, Bakugo says that. Yeah, says, says that. Um, and that, that that's a great segue in that Yagi, which sounds nothing like uh, the word for eight, the number eight, has the kanji for eight in it. Okay, where are Deku, you going? His name, Izuku, is spelled with the kanji for the number nine. I, but they're not the. Uh, yes. But yes. <laughs> let me let me get it let me get it out. All Might is the sixth. No. The seventh holder. No. Yeah. No. All Might must. I. I. This means All Might is the eighth holder. You believe that he's the eighth, but I think that. As far as we know in the show, he is not. No, he, let me look back in my notes. No, Just, he totally you is. You for a second while I no, flip back no, a couple he, pages. He Because to- uh, De- Deku has nine in his name and... All Might has Yes, you're right. I just found it in my name. notes. Yes. The, seven, uh, the seven lights representing the holders. No, no, because the seventh light is the one that he grabs in his hand, which would make him the seventh. Well, I'm, listen, I'm telling you this so means you he's the So you think there's a lost holder of uh, one for uh, all? Or, or, or there's a counting thing going on, right? May- oh, maybe he grabs the seventh one yeah, as and in he's taking yes. it and now and he, he is the eighth the, one. Okay, yeah, yeah I know? can. So, all right, listeners, vote on your phones now. Do you think that All Might is the eighth holder and there is a missing holder or do you think that the lights are just a representation yeah anyway (laughs) um so like i love that yeah that's really cool i never knew that does not show up at all if you're just listening if you're a filthy it, dub watcher yeah. like me yeah and well even if you're sub like it, you can't that's true if you're not I would japanese see it written you just in english character or yeah. latin characters Cause, cause that's the thing like even if you just hear that name you don't necessarily know how right it's you written, only know if you we, see it written they get a shot of the letter where it has his oh, name in it so okay. you see the characters that make it up yeah love that um this one I, this that's one i researched like way back in the day so i just <laughs> i like knew that okay thing with, with that and and deku off the top of my head um, love that kind of stuff. One thing that I did uh, for this uh, double check, uh, Toshinori can has the characters for like great and mentor in it. Interesting because he has not lived up to that so far. Well, he he is great as All Might, and he is okay, a mentor all character. Right. So I mean, he's got room for character growth. <laughs> I can't begrudge him that. Yeah, but okay. So I, I just like. In, in in anime especially just because of how um japanese names like a a, a thing that um people will actually do because names are something that don't have context like you know if you say like hi my name is connor i could just tell you how to spell that mm-hmm. right um or you know with, with japanese if you're reading a sentence you're like okay that could either be the word for like nine or tree it wouldn't make sense if it was nine because if it's like I climbed that nine, it makes no oh, sense. Oh, okay, yeah. Right? So like w- when you have context, that's fine. You don't have context with names, so what people will often do is they'll say, "Hello, my name is blank," with the kanji for bl- with l- kanji for flower. Yeah, or yeah. My I've na- heard and that. And my name is uh, my first name is like blank with the kanji for flower. Last name is blank with the kanji for river. Yeah, like, I've seen or I've heard. Uh, I think maybe in another anime, yeah, I like heard it, somebody it, introduce themselves. It happens that quite way. often because that's the only way people can know how to spell your name. Is yeah. without seeing it. Um, so yeah, it's it's just it's a cool and, thing. Uh, yeah, I always I love it when you get this sort of name things, connection thing. Ah, it's very fun, very fun. I really enjoy. it. Yeah, I think um, something similar that you might be able to do in English is like the word weight, as in the weight of this object is this many kilograms versus hate it has the same sound but it's spelled differently so you you, you maybe so you, need context for how to spell it yeah or something. like wait like, wait 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 a minute is yeah. spelled differently yeah I, I had to sit around and wait like you know from context to spell it w-a-i-t yes yeah so good 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 pull well done <laughs> So the next scene is the uh, police officer, the plain-faced police officer. Uh, Maybe this is Izuku's dad. No. (laughs) You're right. He would have. Well, no, he didn't see him. So it's not like he would have recognized him. He would. would, No, he would. He would know. (laughs) Come on. Because this. No, no, he would. He did see him. He 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 shows up in the hospital. You're right. Okay. Got it. (laughs) 
um i just i because you know because he has a plain face and they keep talking about how midoriya <laughs> plain has a plain face uh so he's in the room so do you, talking to principal nezu uh all might is there and some but not all of the other teachers i know snipe your fave was yeah. there i noticed or i guess fully processed for the first time in this episode that he's got like a weird mouth thing so don't i don't rag on my boy i he, he's prepared for the apocalypse he's a doomsday prepper all right. Um, so we do know the names. You and I know the names of the other people in this room. Uh, and we decided that we were going to say them because you can see it in the... Uh, and they have lines so you can see in the They subtitles. have lines yeah. so you can see it in the subtitles. Uh, the one guy with the teeth. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's teeth anime. It's the teeth anime. He's got like fang teeth. Yeah. And he also has like a, a tube coming out so of him. So he's a freaking vampire. His name is Vlad. He's, he's obviously he's a, a vampire. freaking vampire. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I guess his superpower is drinking blood, question mark? It, like, it has to be blood related. His whole, his outfit's red. I'm upset. <laughs> uh, and then Midnight is the woman who, ha- I noticed that she has um, bracelets, which are like handcuffs. Yeah. And she... She's got a weird BDSM thing. She, yeah, let's she's, just say. she's which, living her best life. Which, she's listen, got- listen, mildly excusable because of Wonder Woman. For anyone who doesn't know... Wonder Woman, the creator of Wonder Woman was a BDSM person. Nothing wrong with that. And he like based he like based Wonder Woman off like a combination of his wife and like the BDSM thing. And that's why Wonder Woman has like the lasso of truth and that kind of thing. Okay. So there's a weirdly enough, there's a history of this kind of thing in comics. And you know what? I I have to um I have similar thoughts about Midnight as I do about Momo in terms of the outfit. Um I what? Well, I I I think some Connor context, held up his finger. Yeah, just some context of we know why Momo has her outfit because she her, has to have exposed skin quirk. because her quirk. Yeah, we know why you know Midnight has her outfit in that way, but it has not really been talked about. So should we? Sort no, of no, gloss? I'm not gonna. Okay. No, I'm not gonna go do, go into that at all. Just that if you want to wear a sexy outfit and you feel empowered oh, okay. doing so, this I know that we've had a similar discussion about a different anime, Kill a Kill, where I don't like it yeah. uh, because I feel like it's gratuitously sexualized. Okay, um, but in this context, I feel like uh, the the woman is owning it and making it her own. I feel like Kill a Kill, it's not that way, and I we don't have to delve into this yeah. uh, on this podcast. <laughs> um, Connor's mom, please do not look up. Kill, kill. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's the the policeman going over some of the info. Um, the one thing that stood out to me: uh, seventy-two villains. That's a lot. I totally missed that. I must have been paying too much attention to yeah, the. There were characters. seventy-two villains in that in that fight in that right. attack on the USJ. Um, but yeah, and Aizawa took out. 69 of them not true <laughs> because he didn't get no, no you're right 68 maddie <laughs> because there was we the electricity see, we guy see the kids beat up nope. a bunch of them it was all eyes i was saved the day he beat everyone Rookie alone takes out like at least a half dozen probably more you're right <laughs> <laughs> anyway um but yeah, uh, I, I continue to like Nezu. Um, I liked his little paw when he held up his paw and you can see the beans, the toe beans. Okay. I mean, I mean more. Uh, I think <laughs> you they, like his attitude? Yeah, they do. I think they're doing a good job of him as like a nurturing, like like a like a real at, at, at his core teacher. Like almost everyone else, like, you know, Aizawa, we've seen like in the end of last season, he obviously cares about these kids. But he was kind of a jerk earlier. Yeah. Um, and like... 13 is a little bit weird and like quirky and has like, like yeah, yeah, I feel like we don't see too much of her, yeah. but, but Whereas, All like, Might as a teacher, we know is, 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 try, is try, trying, trying his best, but, but not, not the best. best. Whereas like ne- ne- Nezu like immediately goes to like a sympathetic look at like, you know, like the, you know, uh, he seemed disturbed. Like the, like, is there a chance that the bad guy is like emotionally unwell? Like, oh yeah. It just, like Nezu just is immediately nurturing in, in a, in a very odd yeah, way. Yeah, that is. I like it. Something cool to point out it, it it like reflects on it like you know he he has been nothing if not either like weirdly obsessed with teaching with like ethical court pedagogy or like you know like he's like oh the police come on in from last season i, I like him they're just establishing him as this sort of like calm collected yeah yeah so like it. a mentor not only to the students but to the teachers as well yeah there you go 
and he talks about the prospect of an evil teacher counterpart nurturing the feelings of malice which, which in, we know uh, mr hands but it's nice it's nice that we have some uh some, some savvy protagonists characters. that are not dumb as bricks like deku <laughs> <laughs> stupid deku i still love you don't worry uh i thought it was so all night um talks about how he has the personality of a spoiled brat a ah, man child yeah. so i liked that uh, kind of psychoanalysis yeah. of the villain uh but what i really wanted to talk about was the kids get quirk counseling in elementary yeah, school that was so that's a nice tidbit of world building i'm always here for world building stuff yeah i mean I, I guess you know given the context of like this kid is like spoiled or like doesn't know how to handle his quirk or like you know is like a megalomaniac or something i, I guess part of quirk counseling is supposed quirk counseling is supposed to be like Oh, how to come to terms with your quirk or like how to, how to use it properly. Like, Oh, you have this kind of quirk. Here's the positive things you could do with it. Yeah, And, and I'm sure there's society. a little bit for kids like Bakugo, like don't hurt the other children. Well, please. I think Bakugo <laughs> is clear why it's not the best because he turned to a spoiled brat. Yeah. Even with quirk counseling. So yep. like if you're saying, Oh, this kid's spoiled must be because he didn't have quirk counseling. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, uh, and then after that, we sort of hop over to Deku at home. Uh, well, no, oh, I had a sure. uh, oh they the so I had asked a couple episodes ago how old you thought Shigaraki was because I thought that he was um, like older, and the the police said that they were looking for someone in his twenties or thirties. Yeah. So that is, I think, older than is, school age. I think thirties is high. Yeah, I would say mid to late twenties is what I was thinking for him. Like he seems younger I, than I would say. I, I would say I wouldn't put him pa- like. If he was nineteen, it wouldn't be crazy to me. The, he to me dude, he looks a little older than that, but the, I think the dude yeah, is maybe. exhibiting like drug addict behaviors. Well, that he, can even, affect anyone right, of right. any age. But even yeah, but so that's what I mean. Like so, even if he, even if he's not a drug oh, addict, mean, they're like you know, he might he might look aged because of some you, sort of evil evilness. You know, <laughs> e- evil ages a person or whatever. Like I wouldn't just just I don't know. There there was something that was more childish about his um his like really his shoes for whatever reason (laughs) no seriously they're they're like they just seem like clean simple sneakers i guess age him down for me for whatever reason like izuku's Um, my dad listen listen to this my dad wears red bright red shoes and my mom hates them uh because they're gaudy but my dad really loves them red's his favorite color and this was like the one thing that he got to have you know what i mean um but he works uh he works like kind of a construction job and he's been doing work on schools recently and he's been going to the schools and the children in these like they, lo- they love his middle shoes schools. they love the shoes they, and they compliment listen, him all see? the time and my brother was telling me like dad seems literally like legitimately so happy when these kids compliment his shoes and i just found that to be really sweet thank you thank you for proving my point kids love them red kicks <laughs> you're right what you want from me i know what's up um but yeah uh i think um let me just make sure that was all i had to say about the well, scene I, I can, I, oh the other villains oh. were small time back alley yeah. types yeah so, uh, so we, yeah we had them. talked about that earlier how they all seemed to be like todoroki says they're poorly trained thugs and yeah. then there's like the two or three guys that know what's going on and are in charge and they're very clearly who they are um but then we get deku at home yep so the schools schools closed the day after the usj attack reasonable uh, if any yeah. if, if anything I feel like it should be closer for longer than closer well, for longer than a day. But my like, only thought there is, um, in order to continue the sense of normalcy for the kids, you want to get them back onto the routine as soon as possible. Oh, I understand that. That's just that is only is true of like a show. Like in the real world, if there is a terrorist attack at your school probably gets closed down for more than a single day i mean more than a single day probably yes also i feel like one single day was not enough time to address the potential underlying threats of this attack yeah but you listen they they are they made their choices they're weirdly uh megacorp so whatever (laughs) uh uh azuku watching the all night video again reminds me of myself watching certain episodes of the show over (laughs) and over again there's one in particular that i watch and like maybe um once or twice a month connor will come home from work (laughs) and and it's like on the tv (laughs) it's a a damn good episode that doesn't bother me none 
Um, uh, Zuku casually weightlifting to me was really cool. Oh, like yeah. he, like it's he, he's, huge he's too. Having, yeah, but he's he's having this internal monologue of like wanting to live up to the expectations and everything. Um, but he just like is casually he lifts up this massive. Yeah, it, lo- it looks like, like at least fifty, if not more pounds. Yeah, like, and so it, just it like looks pumping heavy. iron. And and again, listen, it's time to, it's time for this again because she's finally back in. In, in a scene oh, supportive Inko. mother Inko Midoriya listen she comes in sees him pumping that iron and is like listen you gotta feed you gotta eat yeah it's she a, made you, him this you, huge spread you got you got your 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 all that training it's important for you to eat to keep up like yep. come on she's so supportive yeah it's great I love it ah oh, fantastic but yeah I eh, more more flashbacks otherwise in this scene so we can please move yeah on. uh so then they are back at school the next day yep there <laughs> and it is. jiro is twirling her earlobe yeah, thing around her finger uh, i thought that was really cute i just i thought it was cute in terms of um it's like a small animation thing that really adds a lot of personality to right. her although it does loop so of course yeah, yeah but just the fact that they thought of okay what would a girl with earphone jack earlobe whatever's yeah she's not like do her hair, like, yeah her yeah. hair is not that long so of course mm-hmm. like i twirl my hair around my finger all the time so yeah, yeah it yeah, felt no, really it's, natural it's, it's it's a cool thing uh um, i noticed for the first time in this scene that they have wheeled chairs at their desks for oh, school even, so it's not like that. they're not a lot of times in um japanese uh school depictions they have like a connected desk and chair combination and in a lot of uh, u.s schools have that too um the other thing you see is just like a chair on legs that you slide yeah um like the kitchen chairs that we're sitting in right now uh but these were wheelie chairs these were like nice computer desk office chairs that they had uh but, but before we get too far off of that you you noticed you, you mentioned the whole Jiro twirling her um earphone uh-huh. jack thing um there's a similar little bit that i called out for the same reasons when like mina is like leaning back in her chair to ask i think it's sue like where you know who what sub what substitute teacher are we gonna get they don't just have her lean back she leans back loses her balance yeah and and has to catch yeah it has to catch herself that just adds it's such a minor thing it adds so much personality yeah like it it just to me it it portrays mina as like a little bit on the klutzy side or something like but like chill she's like yeah whatever was oh Hey, I'm fine again. Like, I don't know. That that one little bit just added so much and is so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Like, that that costs more to do. Yeah. Just have your character lean back in the chair, save a buck. You or know? just even turn their head or right. something. Like, you're right. It's great. It's it just it's a small thing that adds so a lot of they're personality. They're not going to have a really cool fight at the end of the season because no, they're no, blowing no, all no. the animation budget on No, these. no, you're wrong. I feel shot. <laughs> they're absolutely going to. Connor, that's spoiler. No, 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 they're absolutely going to because they made all that money off the first one. They have a bigger budget. <laughs> oh, okay. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Come on. Also, uh, also, we literally see a giant fight in the opening credits. <laughs> it's wrong with you. So, uh, before we get too far, I want to point out the shipping moments in this scene. And before we get even to that, Ida's amazing. <laughs> Ida? Yeah, he comes in like a like a. He's like, everybody sit down. And he's like, yeah, you're all sitting. Homer's about to start. And he's just like, <laughs> you got me. I'm uh, in love with Ida this episode. Sh- <laughs> shipping moments this episode. Um, all right, just do this. Yeah. <laughs> uh invisible girl what's her name hagakure uh she talks to ojiro all the time and i love that she she talks to him all the time that's it that's the whole shipping moment um also todoroki and momo sit next to each other (laughs) (laughs) they're rich thank you they sit next to each other so obviously they're in love even though i don't ship it (laughs) because i still like momo and ida (laughs) i okay we're done your nightmare is over connor okay so as you say mina is discussing with um you said it was sue i literally don't remember because i was paying so much attention to uh, to mina that i didn't even pay attention to who she was talking to i'm pretty sure sure she sits in front of sue that sounds likely um they're wondering who the sub's gonna be and who walks in the door it's aizawa just just with covered in his arms are still broken his arms are both broken and like in the little slings his whole face is bandaged up and he's like um trudging to the desk like he's not like walking regular he's like um i think he's walking aizawa regular possibly i (laughs) don't let me let me be honest i do not pay that much attention like he's my favorite character i don't pay attention to his walk cycle (laughs) 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 um and then he (laughs) the kids are like why are you here you were supposed to be in the hospital and he says my well-beings are relevant (laughs) 
insanity. And uh, he just... his, yeah, so he opens up his eyes. We see him open his eyes. Yeah. But again, we, we don't see Under him respond to any visual stimuli. So we can't be sure that his eyes are actually functioning beyond My being able to physically open. That's a load of crap. But go ahead. Um, we don't see him using his quirk. Uh, he scares the students by saying, like, they're. I can't remember what exactly he says. The battle's not over yeah, yet. Yeah, the battle's not time, over yet. No, Connor, you're saying it like 1,000 times more excited than I almost says it. But the, ki- but the kids especially. The kids are excited, Kirishima yeah. was like, yes! Yes, and so they explain about the sports festival. Well, no, before that. Sports festivals are a thing. Okay, right? you in, go on because I... I'm in anime familiar. and in Japanese culture. Okay. Um, they're, they're, again, it's something that I'm like mostly familiar with uh, in anime, but like it's just a thing where, um, you know, more traditionally, all the grades like... Uh, like get together and that you can compete by class or you can compete by grade and just like a bunch of like rando crazy um like events for the whole school um one that i think is maybe the most known and that just like videos of it circulate the internet a hundred times um if you ever see like it's like one there's like two dudes and they're on top of a large wooden log and everyone is and there's the two there's two piles of people who are like holding up the log underneath have you never seen this i've never it, seen it's anything a, like it's that. amazing and like and there's a group of people who is supposed uh, on each team who's like like charge at the log and their job is to climb over the people who are like, defending uh, and rip the guy off the top of the oh log oh my gosh sports festival sports okay. festival all right it's awesome all right but yeah like the the it's it's like straight up a trope so this is it's it's my hair academia going we are a school shown in anime <laughs> Sports festival All time, right, kids. sports festival time. Except it's not just a sports uh, festival. Yeah, so they say it's one of the m- most watched events in the world, bigger than the Olympics, which yeah. is nuts. You want to know why? Because it's a tournament. Woo! All right, but... Woo! It, it doesn't answer... Tournament. <laughs> We're going to have a tournament. Sorry, so, what were you saying about I something just, that wasn't a, about having, the tournament? So this has raised some questions for me about... Uh, the scale of things. So all of the kids, this is like a Japanese high school in Japan. All of the kids are Japanese and yet it's the most watched event in the world. It's the best hero school in the world, but only Japanese students yeah. attend yep. and they don't like, yep. as far as we know, there weren't even applicants from other countries, but it's still a world renowned school and they have the, the Olympics, which have representatives from every country, unlike uh, UA High. Uh, UA High Sports Festival still has higher viewership. I mean, I, I think it it just, it's the problem. Uh, it's one of the flaws of the show. It's so Japan-centric. Like, especially for a show that takes such heavy influence from American comics specifically. Mm-hmm. Like, we know All Might's name is Toshinori Yagi. He's not American. Yeah, he's Japanese. Yeah, so like... like Th- that that does i think throw a wrench like the the idea that like you know if, if you look at places like you know some of the the best schools in the world like i mentioned these before like oxford harvard columbia mit or whatever there there are tons of foreign exchange students right people coming from all over the world from tons and tons of countries like it's not like oh it's it, it's in it's in america well it's just gonna be just americans going there like yeah if, if but you, it's still the best if you are the best in the world right you attract the best of the best the cream of the crop from yeah. other areas of the world so i, I think that's just a blind side that's here and it's okay. in part because it the audience it's for it's a japanese right, it's audience a, yeah i, I understand know? that but i just find the scale to be yeah it's, it's something that i think you just have to accept and wave away that all right it's a it's a, it's a uh, well because the other suspension. thing was uh the olympics so they say uh, aizawa says um the olympics were popular until quirks started to yep. appear and it reminded me of um when they do the quirk test in the first season where um aizawa says like okay you're coming from middle school where they didn't let you use your quirks because they try to make it like everybody's equal so they must do the olympics the same way they must either make it so you can't use your quirk to participate or like it's only for quirkless individuals right so why isn't there like a super powered olympics doesn't well, it seem like I, that it sounds lens like th- it sounds like this is what it is like- but that's what i mean this is for the o- only the 40 school children that are enrolled in the hero course at ua they're the ones that have the hero powers so why isn't there like a adult scale olympics type sports festival for court users i mean maybe there is like can't you imagine like 
like the people with aquatic quirks are of the Olympic swimmers. And of course they would not participate in the Olympic skeet shooting because they are, they have aquatic quirks. Right. I, I understand what you're saying, but I, I, I think the issue becomes imbalance. Like, yeah, there's going to be all the people with aquatic quirks, but like who, who wins the distance swim? The whale dude or the frog girl? frogs amphibious like so that, like even within the water quirks there then becomes like just natural echelons that are like higher than you i mean i to some extent think that that argument holds true for like the olympics nowadays no, like some people are born with the capacity to train their lung the capacity di- the to be di- better the difference and stuff is like that. so much more drastic here like the difference between someone with frog powers and someone with like shark powers someone can breathe indefinitely underwater and someone can breathe for a long time like can hold their breath for a long time that's that's like it's so much different or like some someone even so then you have the distance swim is against all the people that can breathe underwater or or hold their breath indefinitely so like, it's just that the frog girl would be a sprint swimmer instead of right but like it it only it, again like it takes like what if someone's a speedster who's like i can i can move at like mach 10 what's the point then like they're just such such an order of magnitude different than like all any right other so maybe there. there aren't enough people interested in that kind of thing that would make it an, in, an yeah, interesting it, competition it, it just takes it, t- it takes like you know you, you get people okay, like so michael phelps or something yeah. like he wins eight medals but each of those there's a chance he loses all, right like those and races. so there's a there's an interesting it's it's more interesting perhaps to watch the students because none of them have a full grasp of their own quirk yet so once yeah. you're an adult or our professional hero you already know exactly what your limits and strengths and weaknesses are but as a kid you never know what kind of weird stuff they're going to pull off because one of them might suddenly discover during the course of the um tournament that they have they can use their power in a certain way that had never occurred to them certainly um although i'm i'm more inclined towards the meta explanation of that it's it's a shonen so (laughs) so so of course the high school tournament is the most watched thing in the world because it's it's aimed at that kid you know, so I mean, like, b- because I-, I think the better thing is why isn't there an adult version of a tournament? Because you you mean to tell me if they say, hey, there's a tournament between the top ten ranked popularity heroes, you think that people aren't gonna watch that if it's like All Might versus some people? Right. It doesn't matter if he's like totally going to win. It's still All Might. Right. You tune into that. So like. I think they're like you either have to just agree that society for a reason didn't like is okay with kid tournaments and not okay with yeah. adult tournaments, which you know, Hunger Games. Yeah, um, or you just have to be like, eh, the society didn't go that way. All right, all right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is a chance to be scouted. Uh, they yeah, have the, one tournament a year, so you get three in your career at high school. Yeah, I, I I I thought that was the most interesting thing that like this is almost a business opportunity. Like, oh yeah because the the different hero agencies are going to see them and decide like which kids have the most potential to be sidekicks yeah and i i really like the, the emphasis of you know three t- three times over the course once per year like, one chance per year three chances in a lifetime yeah. he says he the way he says it makes it really um he doesn't say three chances during right, your right, time right, here yeah. or whatever he, he makes says three much, chances in a lifetime it, it feels more grandiose yeah. uh despite his delivery which is very deadpan it, as it's it's a, it's a it's a damn cool setup it, it really makes me hope that we'll get to see like a lot of new kids a lot of new quirks a lot of new fights like just because if 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 the idea is like it can't, we we know there's we know there's another class. Of yeah, kids, there's another class of twenty heroes. But there's there's other grades. Right, we do know that there's yeah there's other grades. So will they be competing only against the kids in their own grade or right. all, against all the kids? The, because that seems a little unfair. To the have. idea it's three in a lifetime. I imagine it's per grade. Yeah, I would imagine that to be the case right. also. Uh, and there are other kids at the school right do you think that they also get to play in the sports do you think that they're like separated like okay these are the other these are the non-hero kids they're gonna do their portion like a this is what i want to know is 100 (laughs) what i want to know because like yeah because like if you didn't get into the hero course then you're gonna get demolished by the kids that did right and and and, you know we talked about there's there's the the hero course there's what was it was management and support 
like uh, oh, uh yeah, yeah that sounds right i want to i would do, i want to know how they participate in the sports festival like this is a lot that this can open up about the, how the school yeah. works world building world building that's yeah. what i'm excited for uh so oh they're talking about being sidekicks and jiro said you missed your chance to go indie jiro saying indie right there is literally yeah. the first time in my life that so i realized upsetting. that indie is short for independent but you know, Connor, I'm owning that because everybody learns uh, something new every day. And today good. was the day that I learned that indie is short for independent. I'm so listeners, please never feel bad for uh, not knowing something or not realizing <laughs> something right away. Um, I'm going to take a little moment to talk about something else that I learned recently. So, you know, staple removers, <laughs> alligators, alligators, whatever. Um, I did not know how to use one until earlier this year. That's amazing. Uh, because I, I always assumed you were supposed to grab the staple from the front because you are wanting to remove it. You're supposed to pull it out. And then I saw someone um, do it. I saw my supervisor at work do it. And he like flipped the stack of papers over and grabbed. He like used the claw to unhook the hooky end yeah. and like easily remove it with his fingers from the front. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I've been doing it wrong Listen, the whole we, time. We, every day is just another opportunity to improve. Yes, we're always learning, always improving, and it's important not to See, let today, yourself today be you embarrassed. Those are called alligators. I've never heard it called an it's alligator. Called an I thought alligator. you were making a joke. No, it's I've called only ever called it, heard it called a staple remover. No, I, was, I guarantee you, if you go to work and you say like, "Can you, that, you have like an alligator? You know, like a staple remover?" They'll be like, "Oh yeah, alligator." I am not bold enough to try that. All right. <laughs> Trust me. Despite how much I talk to you, Connor, at work, I sp- say very few words. Listeners, uh, be sure to comment us on Twitter uh, or anywhere else uh, if you say alligator for the staple remover. <laughs> <laughs> or if you don't, please. <laughs> yeah. Please interact. Yeah, please interact. Um, oh, yeah. Thanks to our Twitter followers for liking my drawing that I posted. It well, we'll feel talk about that at the warm. end. We can, pl- okay. we can plug oh, them yeah, at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes. So we, I think we, we sort of... Um, we kick off from... Oh, I want to talk about Aoyama. He was beautiful oh, in beautiful. his scene. Yes. He's always overacting, and I love that. Well, I, I mean, I, I think the, the, the big weird thing here is uh, Ochako gets really hyped. Yeah. Speaking of overacting, Ochako suffers a mental break. I don't know if it's a mental break <laughs> so much as she's just like, I'm mega hype. Yeah. She's hype, but in like a scary way. Yeah. In like a way that you would not expect your like cute round girl character and, to do. And she has, I think, the best the best reason yeah so she they so she's um at lunch with ida and midoriya and well, no, they ask wa- her, I think they're walking they're to lunch, walking to yeah. lunch and they ask her what her motive like what her reason for being a hero is and she says money and uh let me say oshako that's very cash money of you <laughs> uh so i i personally like i know they're trying to make her feel good about it but i do think that that's not a very heroic reason and i don't R- right like but it. it's it, like it's she, interesting she, though she, she couches it that way and i, I do like what, what, her actual her full reasons are that like she wants to support her family um the flashback was yeah. so oh, cute really adorable she's like She's daddy so i'm gonna small. use my power i'm gonna help you and you're gonna make a lot of money and you'll be able to retire like and and, and it should be said that there there is like I think I think this is like slightly more cultural in in Eastern countries, not just Japan, mm-hmm. um, but this idea of like you know supporting your elders and yeah, contributing that's true. in yeah. that way. Um, uh, it's it's much more common. Um, so like th- that kind of resonates. And so when Deku says like you know she has a much more down to earth like a, a more grounded reason, like she does, like she she wants to help people, she wants to save people, and she wants to do that to support her family so that they can relax and be happy like you know her dad is a construction worker yeah that's, like that's, a, that's my dad's contract. also like a construction yeah, guy it's, and it's, it's really hard on the body it's hard on the body and it's in that can be infrequent work like it's feast or famine sometimes right. it's, it's seasonal a yeah lot of and times. she mentioned she didn't come from a lot of money i mean like yeah it's not as lofty as like you know ida wants to live up to his brother's name deku wants to live up to all might uh, right bakugo wants to be the biggest dick in the world like <laughs> Ochaku wants to get so good at helping other people that she can also help her family. Like she couches it as like, I want to make money. But what she really wants is to support her family. That's that's a little more palatable to me. I mean, especially considering how like, you know, 
she has a she's very like this is what i'm gonna do this is how i'm gonna do it i, yeah. I have a distinct plan and deku's like i need to learn to stop breaking all my bones <laughs> like and she she's she's doing well yeah I, I was touched by how supportive ida is to her. yes ida is supportive i also want to say her father's super supportive as well like i, I in, in the flashback he's like you know you i i want i appreciate that you want to like support us i want to support you i want you to be happy and you can you can take us you can yeah, take us on a trip. Healthy family relationship, like, ah, which is definitely not a death flag or it anything. Was shut up. <laughs> uh, but also, again, I, I really need to stress. Even this episode, they animated him like a god. Like his <laughs> his hand motions were insane. Mm-hmm. He has become somehow more angular and blocky. <laughs> when he hears her, he starts like clapping above his head and screaming "Bravo!" at the top of his lungs. <laughs> yeah, he's a genius. I love him. Uh, and then and also quickly after this when all might shows up yeah so all might shows his favoritism by only he approaches the three students and only invites midoriya to eat with him but then ochako once again reads my mind like a freaking psychic uh because he pulls out a what i assume is a regular size yeah, like lunchbox well no bento. i think it's a regular well, size no, lunchbox in his hand it's got and, like a little kerchief and she's it. like that's the cutest thing ever <laughs> and i'm like same uh, oh it's like ochago you're right yeah <laughs> you're so right <laughs> uh, i love that I, I continue to love her like they're they it almost brushes up against the fourth wall and that like it's hey we're trying to make all my cute she's gonna talk about how that's exactly yeah, what's happening that's what she does she points out the cute things and we're gonna point out how cute yeah, she is it. Uh, but before we really get all might we get um there uh, a really weird really quick mild flashback of like ochako and ida are talking about why would all might want to have lunch it's like well remember when he jumped in front to try to save all might remember how sue said on the bus that they had some work <laughs> yeah and, and todoroki turns and, around and he's like, like hmm all might and midoriya huh Definitely won't be picked up in the future. No, definitely not by one of the smartest characters yeah. in the show, Todoroki. We don't know that. He's Momo's the one who's smart. He's just no Momo is very. She's a know-it-all for sure. But he's Todoroki's also he's, rich, which makes him smart. We, we know all know that. We know he's rich. He and um. How do we know they're rich? He and Momo got in on the um Recommen- private oh, exam. Oh, you're just the just, recommendations. You you are you are you have just completely <laughs> assumed oh, yeah. that if you That's, get a recommendation, okay, you're rich. I'm sorry, listeners. Sometimes I do this where I have a headcanon and I just believe it so because, hard that because, I ignore the fact that there's no evidence for because it. Because demonstrably, Ida's the one who we know is rich. He has talked oh, yeah, about his how, family how he's owns rich. a hero agency. Yeah. Well, maybe he can just marry Ochako though, then, and everyone will be happy. Ochako wants to be a self-made woman. Let's be real. Yeah, but you know, the influence of the Ida name would help her on her way. A small stepping stone to her brilliant future. Okay, stepping stone, maybe. <laughs> we all know that she she uh, she has that crush on on the boy who crushes his own bones. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice one all right so um all my uh he can use his power for 50 minutes but he can hold his form for 90 minutes he's also super okay with it yeah he's talking about a very like, <laughs> yeah, he, like matter makes of a fact jo- he spits blood and makes a joke about it like it's <laughs> like he's it's kind of so hard to be a chill. teacher when you only have like approximately one hour yeah. to actually do teaching things so, How disappointing for the students who thought they would be able to like right? learn techniques from all I and all he can do is like stand yeah. there and model his costume. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, so they they do confirm in this episode yeah, so that Midoriya did he, Midoriya did control his strength on that punch against Nomu. I know you and I had gone back and forth about whether it was the shock, shock absorption, absorption or whether uh, Midoriya really did control his power, and they discussed that. Um, it was the f- it was Midoriya's first time punching a person, so he subconsciously pulled his punch so as not to kill anyone. And I know you and I had also talked about how um, Midoriya sort of had this cavalier attitude about potentially killing someone by punching them at full force. So this is almost a retcon to say like, oh, he was he definitely yeah, he wasn't trying to kill him. Never would have done that. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I still 100% believe that it was the shock absorption, but it seems like the show disagrees with me in the All show right. the show kind well, of well it's heroic yeah uh oh and then all my is like okay you have to hurry up and take my place because i have so little yeah. time left and i'm like yeah n- no pressure or anything yeah no pressure and uh still someone please teach deku not to break his body yeah right he's still 
like it's, he has it's, it's been he has used the power week. exactly it's one been, time like twice exactly no, no. one time without breaking his bones oh yeah and he's used it four times total yes and they've been at school you're right i think still under a week <laughs> yeah like because let me let's think about it they had we the don't first have day of we school, don't have distinct days because no the first day of school was the quirk test and then the second day of school is the battle training yeah. And then the third day of school well, know, is... We're not sure, because there's a little mild montage in here. We're not sure if days passed in there. Like, it's not a hundred percent. What are you talking about? This, we, like, we get the morning montage of their classes to establish that they take other classes. So That's just, the same day that they I, do the battle training. I know. It just establishes that they have all these other classes that we're not seeing. So it could very well be that a couple of extra days are passing in between here that we're just well, not seeing. We know for sure that the battle training and the day that they hold the, the the elections, which is the same day as the USJ attack, because they do the elections in the morning and then they go to the USJ in that afternoon. That's the yes, same day. We know that's the same. But day. we know that that's the immediate next day after the battle training because in the morning Aizawa comes in and says, "I watched your film from the battle training." Right, but that doesn't have to be the next day. It doesn't, because maybe I think it's implied that it is the it, next day. But that maybe it was the weekend. Maybe they had a weekend. Who knows? I think this is the first week of school. I think this is like I'm the so, fourth or fifth day of school. I, I I definitely think it's the first week. I think it's just not a hundred percent sure. We don't. We don't. I, I'm not sure. We have a one one hundred percent. What? How many days have passed? Right. Either way, it's definitely week one, and no one has taught this boy how to punch things. Right. And who's going to do it? All Might's the All only Might. person that can and he's All not Might. doing it. Yeah. Get your stuff together, Toshinori. Sup. Um, but yeah, and it just Midori sort of is like... having a quinceanera. <laughs> Gosh. So yeah, uh, All Might tells him to consider his debut. Uh everyone knows that a girl's quinceanera when she turns fifteen is her debut into the world. <laughs> if you're not familiar with um quinceanera culture. Um But yeah, uh so that's I guess the setup is just like it's it's sports festival time. Here we go. Yeah, you're right. This is just very much a setup episode for the episodes to come. Yeah. Uh, so now it's time to talk about the closing. I think this is your favorite. This is a 10 out of 10 yeah. for me. Uh, it's so cute. All of the girls are adorable. They're doing so many different things. It's They're being so cute. happy and friendly. They're leaving the boys in the dust. The one thing, this is the first time that it really clicks to me. There's only six girls yes. in this class. Yeah. yeah, it's a shonen. It's a shonen. It's a shonen, and um, I've been. I remember back in my school days, always being like there were more boys than girls in my classes. I mean, same, but um. Well, you went to an all boys school. <laughs> I know is the joke you're trying to make, but yeah. for our listeners' benefit, I'll explain it. Um, there's cherry blossoms, and Aizawa's in it. You couldn't ask for more. Gosh, then there it is. <laughs> That's all. I I do think I do think it is cute. Um, uh, uh, and I, I, I do like how, um, it was like pretty light and fluffy, but there was like that one shot of Ochaku yeah, like in the rain yeah, and she looks kind of depressed. Yeah, there's she looks sad and the, all of the girls are standing outside in the rain at one point. Yeah. So, hey, did you get, oh, ho, oh, hey, ho. Oh, no, I didn't get fully, it. There's a, there's a bug in the kitchen yeah. I was trying to kill and I didn't but get we'll, it. We'll, we'll get it after this. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like it. Uh, once again, it doesn't meet quite meet my criteria of, um, I can sing along with it. However, it's so much better than the previous ending. Yeah, like, the previous the, ending was completely forgettable yeah. and nothing happened during it at all. Yeah, th- this this is actually the song wasn't nice. even that good. There's a lot there's a lot of cute and cool. Yeah, and even nice if moments. I didn't like even if there was no music at all, this would the be one of my favorite great. ones because yeah. it, it's so cute. Yeah. So s- super solid. I would give it like an eight personally. All I'd right. I'm giving it a ten. Like yeah, I said, I'm giving it a ten. If I can't if I if I if I if it doesn't get stuck in my head like an earworm, then it's hard to get in those upper Mm -hmm. echelons for me all right but yeah solid Uh, yeah thanks for coming back and seeing us here with your ears in the first episode of season two we're very thrilled to still be recording these episodes uh if you want to you can follow us and interact with us on twitter at my hero notebook it is the same name as the podcast uh and like i mentioned earlier thank you to my followers my followers our followers who (laughs) liked um my mermaid drawing that i made (laughs) of (laughs) can can you have predicted that uh and i think that's it so thanks for listening listening, everybody we will see you next week bye bye bye